0: Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, Visit us online at pathtozion.com. Find us on Facebook, on YouTube. I've not done any um, videos for, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks now. Just haven't really been feeling the video vibe. I don't know. Maybe we'll do them again at some point. I'm not quite sure. Um, I've got several studies that are um, in different stages. Um, None of them are anywhere near completion. I I would say I probably need to just pick one and bring it to some sort of a close. Um, But otherwise, there's nothing queued up and ready to go that's in any length And a little more organized fashion. I want to thank you for tuning in. We're picking up new states um, across the United States. We're having a lot more listeners the last 10 days specifically in Australia. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'm still checking on stats and and, um, just where people are tuning in to listen to the program. So thank you for giving of your time. And again, I just want to ask you to please... Share um, that this podcast exists with friends or family, um, people in your church, anyone in your life that this might strike a chord with of, of rediscovering the ancient way, this this forgotten way. Um for, for truly being people who are followers of the Messiah. That 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 we believe that as much as Yeshua, Jesus, the Son of God, when He was on the earth for those short years, the same call that said, hey, cast down everything in your life and follow me, that that same call is going out today to humanity. The same call to come out from everything that we know, everything that we are, Our comforts, our our identities, and follow follow the Messiah. Follow Him. Walk in His his footsteps. Being sanctified more and more into His likeness. Literally becoming the image of the invisible. Incrementally as as we change, as we age, as we spiritually mature. So, there's much for us to do, and that's kind of what I want to talk about for the next few moments today. Right now, I'm driving um, through the country away from my house, and uh, I will be going towards civilization here momentarily. And in case you might enjoy this kind of stuff, like just to let you know what I'm doing today specifically. It's kind of a drizzly day, I'm not out working, and so I'm at the house, and the the chore for today, the task for today is to begin working on a chicken tractor. Now you may say, well, <laughs> you know, we could come up with a whole bunch of hilarious thoughts, right? Like, a chicken tractor. Do chickens ride tractors? Are you making a track? I don't understand. Well, you know, Google it. <laughs> Basically, we're, we're wanting to do a round of meat birds soon. If you don't know what that means, grow your own chickens for meat. I have to be aware that, you know, everyone's in a different place in life. And so we want to make some new accommodations. We already have two separate chicken pens and uh, one is for chicks when they get older and they have their own little house. And then there's the larger coop for the birds, the grown hens. Then there's this little tiny run thing that's for for uh, a hen that's sitting on eggs. And when they hatch out, and of course they're so tiny they can escape out of most places. So you know we what? Let's do something else too, right? <laughs> um, so I'm yeah. I'm me and my son. Began building a chicken tractor today to house uh, some chickens that we will raise. The plan is to raise them for meat. Now, the thing is, it's it's kind of tricky to build. I'm I'm not I'm not real skilled in this area. I'm not skilled at all. I stink, as a matter of fact. Man, I, I see guys who have been brought up with uh, just basic contractor skills, and you know, can just take some wood and some screws and several hours and some ingenuity and come up. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> come up with things that are quite impressive. I know guys like that. Oh man, they they drive me crazy. <laughs> I just want to be able to do that. Now, most of them, of course, had. Fathers, grandfathers, neighbors, uncles trained them how to do these things. Most of them didn't just learn on their own. They, they were taught how to do that and so I get it. That just wasn't a component of my life. But I, I want to begin to build things. Now, we have some some close friends here that have a chicken tractor that I could have borrowed. And that was made clear. It's very nice. But I just got to the point where I'm like, I just want to be able to learn to build something. I have to build something. I have to give myself to practicing building something practical with my own hands that actually turns out to be functional. Because I don't do it well, but I'm just tired of, like, avoiding things I don't do well that that could really, excuse me, really contribute to just my abilities, what I know how to do. I think it would just be rewarding. Hope hopefully it will be. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully it will be rewarding for me to build something with my own hands that's useful. So that's the plan. So I say all that to say you know I go down to the city, I drive an hour to Get anything we need, we have to get supplies we get you know all these things we can name groceries, whatever um, and so I'm used to that, but like the last three or four days i've been I've been down there every day, and yesterday as recently as yesterday, I tried to plan ahead uh somewhat poorly <clears throat> poorly, but I did a little bit as far as what materials I would need today. And so, I, I got a bunch of 2x4s, I got some hinges, I got some screws, we got some chicken wire, some other things that I wasn't sure if we already had. Well, in a nutshell, you know, we worked about an hour and a half and got a nice frame build and got what's going to serve to be the roof kind of established and attached and this and that and the other. And... Realize that you know what? I just need more stuff. I just need more materials. <laughs> and the way I work, like, yeah, I've got to drive uh, close to two hours round trip, and I've got to spend more money. Good grief! I've got to take out time to drive to the to the closest hardware store, like legit one, and get more materials. <laughs> to hopefully <laughs> hopefully finish this project and so as I make that decision here it is, it's middle of the afternoon I'm just like, I'm already going back down first thing in the morning can I just wait and just get it while I'm already down there? wouldn't that be better? It'd save me a trip but if I do that, I'm stalled. I have to just wait. I have to just wait until I get back at the end of the day tomorrow to pick up where I would leave off today at 2 o'clock. So I decided, well, I'm just going to drive down, get what I need, and drive right back. At least get a couple more hours in on this thing today. Because there's, there's a couple other projects I've got to get done on a smaller scale before sundown. So. I just got to thinking as I made that decision. And my mind turned from. Am I going to go get this stuff. Or am I going to just put it on the shelf. Until tomorrow. I just got to thinking about how there's just a lot of things in my life right now. That in summary. Are just. Me. Me facing the fact of counting the cost. You know, I spoke with a brother this morning just about the reality of just facing our our humanity head on. Just facing who we are. You know that maybe we have been convinced that in Jesus, you know what, you just we talk about this all the time on this program. We just have been errantly taught that you don't you just don't have to do anything anymore at all. You just bask in the finished work of the Messiah. And listen, I know I'm always talking about that, but just stick with me. And so he and I talked briefly this morning just about the fact of all these things still within us as grown men (laughs) past past our, I don't know well, you know, we're not young anymore and just facing the fact that, you know what there are just things I need to do to mature to become more like my Savior more like the Son that there are measures I can take, there are things I can do, there are prices I can pay to add these things to my life. It's just factual. And, you know, we talked about just the need to to remind us again and again and again we're not earning something in the sense of We're just going to impress God to get more of His favor, more of His blessing, more of His attention. We're not trying to jump up and down and shout louder because the louder I shout, the more God will listen to me. It's not that. It's just a response to my need. It's a response to the kindness and the goodness of the Father. His undeserved mercy... His righteousness, His goodness, His kindness, His long-suffering, His boundless love that has been extended to me, and that all that He is, the immeasurableness, if you will, of the Father, believing that the more and the more and the more that I follow in the pattern of, of the Messiah, denying myself the more like Him I'll be. Why in the world was Yeshua the Son so pleasing to the Father? Why did the Father look at Him and confirm from the heavens, this is my Son? He's beloved. He's my offspring. And in Him I'm well pleased. I am more than satisfied. He's exemplary. He meets every facet of criteria to be found pleasing in my sight. Well, why did he do that? Because he was an obedient son. He heard the father's instruction. Yes, father, I will count the cost. I will do what's necessary to complete this calling, this task that's before me. Right? And that's the correlation I'm making this morning, this afternoon. The pattern of the Messiah is He always counted the cost and paid in full. I will do whatever it takes to be found perfectly pleasing and obedient to my Father, period. Nothing's too great. Nothing's too great to do. Nothing's too great to deny. Nothing's too great to give myself to or to abstain myself from. He, he and his commands and everything that he says, I will do. I will count the cost. And he was the suffering servant, and he was, he was perfectly obedient. How? And why? We're told why. Because he denied himself. Because he suffered. He learned obedience through the things that he suffered. We can learn from this cost-counting that the forerunner Messiah perfectly demonstrated for us who will follow him, who will hear that follow and then go out. He'll do it. It's sure. He promises. Anyone who loses his life for my sake will, in fact, find it. It is a promise. He himself promised that if we abandon our will, count the cost, carry our cross, and follow out after him, we will find life. Abundant. Full. It's a promise of the king. And so today, just as I'm reckoning in the natural and collect and uh, connecting it to the spiritual, friend, are you counting the cost in your life? Because the materials, if you will, spiritually speaking, might be for you, but you know what? Nobody's going to deliver them to your door today. They're not going to show up in an Amazon box at your doorstep You might have to gas up your truck. You might have to get some straps in the bed of your truck. You might have to drive an hour. You might have to pay a cost, a price, and load them up and bring them home, and then what? Then you have something to work with. Now, everything that we have, possess, and literally are, if we are regenerated Christ's men, is the possession of the Father. So, yes, we have to be right, we have to be sure, we have to be clear. The price was ultimately paid, was paid by the Son. But we're not talking about salvation. I'm not talking about praying, paying a price to be saved. I'm talking about sanctification. I'm talking about consecration. I'm talking about the cost on the other side. Because when Yeshua Messiah said to those men who were at least being tossed out the idea of the invitation to become the the followers and disciples of the way, they had to count the cost. They had to reckon with the fact that, you know what? This is going to hurt me. This is going to cost me greatly to say yes to this God-man. And friends, nothing has changed. We must lose our life for His sake in order to find it. There must be an exchange principle. A price must be paid. An effort must be put forth. Why? Why? Because this is dependent upon us in the sense that we must move. We must do something with the the Spirit of God that has been given to us and placed within us if in fact we are regenerated temples, tabernacles, arcs of the living God. We have now been filled with the, the empowering presence of the King to accomplish something to do something we're not merely recreated in order to just sit down as new creation men we are this is meant to empower us to change and to continually from glory to glory to glory to glory, be transformed and changed and sanctified into the beautiful image of the sun, which looks like something daily, moment by moment. So metaphorically speaking, you've got to get in your car and you've got to drive. You've got to get out your wallet and it's got to hurt a little bit. You've got to give to something. There has to be a tangible cost. There has to be a tangible, real, often natural parallel of what your heart is saying you will do. Friends, if everything in your life is spiritually metaphorical, friends, I'm saying you're lacking the whole point of being now yet remaining in the here and now as flesh men. Living sacrifices, bodies of flesh. We are bodies of flesh housed by the awesome eternal spirit, immeasurable spirit of the living God. So friends, count the cost today. If just ask yourself, that's what I'm doing, what weighs in me is my uh-uh place. No. Too much too much time? Too much effort. Too much expense. Too much cost. Too much. What if, what if we are lacking, again, metaphorically speaking, this is very clear, I hope. What if we're lacking the materials necessary to get the job done? What if we're missing out on completing a project which is our lives? Because we're just not willing to count the cost. We're just not willing, right? So friends, count the cost today. What will you do? Where will you go? What are you willing to do? Do you have any boundaries? If you have boundaries today, that's okay. Just surrender them to the Lord. Give them up. Do what's necessary to move further and further into maturity, into the likeness of the Son. Amen.